to another edition of Wrestling With Myself. I am your ever-humble host, Chris. And tonight we're just going to be talking about wrestling news and all that good stuff. Um, uh, the first bit of business, it looks as if... Um, I. It kind of came out yesterday, but I didn't see it until this, this afternoon. But it looks like uh, the website's uh, The Sportster... They're reporting that Dutch Mantrell, the former the former manager, um, discussed some issues between uh, the the one of the main issues he believes was the key between Bray Wyatt and um, Vince McMahon, and, and that is that Vince didn't understand the character. And to me, I kind of look at that, and I'm just like. Eh. You kind of figured that because you figured he wouldn't understand said character, um. But really, I I just think you know that's just him being closed minded, in my personal opinion. But I also have a feeling that it also has to trace back to the fact that he he got over on his own he didn't need the wwe to he didn't need um their backing to tur- to become what he became you know what i mean because like he you know his whole his character is is his own incarnation it's his you know he did everything on his own he he pitched ideas he he made it himself and as a lot of people know, Vince is very much a, hey, you get over when I tell you to get over. And he gets pissed. Like there's been there's been stories of him getting pissed at, at the fans for cheering people that he doesn't want them to cheer. You know, and he's like screaming at people saying, why are they cheering him? I didn't tell them to cheer him. You know, and and to me, it's always kind of like holding on to things for for spite and holding on to things just to prove that I'm still the big cheese, you know. And there's also there's in this article, it also uh, says that there had been talks even before Vince had um, removed himself as chairman uh, that there was talk between uh, them and Bray Wyatt coming back to WWE. But honestly, I kind of feel like it was more um, um, preliminary talks because it also says that Vince believes, that Vince always believed that he had a bad attitude. But you would have a bad attitude too if the person that you're pitching the ideas to that everyone else thinks is great, but the main guy doesn't get it. You know, that puts you in a bad mood too. Like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do A, B, and C. And, and Vince is just like, I don't agree with it. I don't like it. Like, you'd have a bad attitude too if you went to your boss and everyone else in the, in the uh, office is like, yeah, that's a great idea. You should do that. And when you pitch it to the when you pitch it to your boss, the boss is like, "That's the dumbest idea ever." No, 
like to me that just you know it just it, it would you know being told no enough times you're just not gonna do it anymore so there's that um the other really big news is that WWE canceled uh, day one, which is which was their pay-per-view at the very beginning of January. They only did it last year, which is no real big deal. But still, the fact that they canceled it really kind of shows that A, you know, it, that, I mean, there's not A and B. What I'm trying to say is, is that because they're doing this, they're doing it in a way that basically is telling everyone else, hey, you're going to get Thanksgiving off. You don't have to. We're not doing any pre- premium live events for the rest of November and December. And you're pretty much going to be off up until New Year's. So in a way, that really kind of makes a lot of sense. Uh because, I mean, really, November really kind of stinks because you have to plan two pay-per-views, one on top of another. But as I've said before, and I know that they've said this before, Crown Jewel really isn't a um, isn't really a storyline base uh, premium live event because uh, storylines aren't really kind of um, being told in this particular case. Uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting is that there's been t- that there's talk that they may be bringing back uh, WWE Evolution, which would probably mean another all-female pay-per-view. Uh, I watched the first one. I thought the first one was pretty good. Uh, I'm still kind of questioning because I, in the very first one, they did a 20 woman battle Royal and whoever won that was supposed to have gotten a future women's title match. And then Nia Jax won and then she never cashed this thing in. And it was just kind of really ridiculous because uh, Ronda Rousey was still was the champion at the time, and I don't remember who the other champion was, but neither one of them defended it against Nia Jax. But as I've said before, in in my humble opinion, they completely fucked up that whole thing. But you can go back in the archives; you can listen to that old episode. Um wherever you listen to podcasts, I guess. Um, but really, you know, I think it really kind of shows the, that it kind of helps out morale because Triple H can basically say, like, look, you're not going to have to really work too much. We're, we're going to be able to keep things. I think that and also it, it, he had, this is his first Royal Rumble where he's planning it. And he has to get things the right. He has to get things right. You know what I mean? And I think that's the most important. Because the road to... Because you're going from... uh, A Survivor Series. Which looks to be pretty good. Because they're bringing in the War Games aspect of it. 
So there's that. That and also, you still have to figure out whether or not Roman Reigns is still going to be holding on to both titles. A, you know, you keep reading that they don't want him holding on to both titles. They have to figure out a way of them stripping him of a title. You know what I mean? Like he has to lose one of the titles. He, you know, do, you know how how is he going to get going a business? You know what I mean? Like how is he going to? How is this going to happen? Is this going to be like I said before a ladder match with with Seth Rollins? Is this going to be a is this going to be like a screw job for Austin Theory, where Austin Theory uh, thinks he's won both titles but only wins one because that's the way that they're going to do it? They're not going to make him the double champ. They're only going to make him hold on to one title and then do it that way. It, it you know, to me, it's just like okay, you got to figure this stuff out. I'm going to be really pissed if they. If if they do this at Crown Jewel, more than likely they are, and I'm not watching it because I, as I said before, I'm not interested in a three hour. Hey, look how great Saudi Arabia is! No, thank you. It's my personal opinion, and that's all there needs to be said about it, really. So, uh, I I'm really interested in. Um, I'm really interested in how they do this, you know, because from everything you're reading, from what everyone's hearing is that Seth is that they're going to probably put the title is that what they'll do is that Seth will win the title. Now, does he win it off of Roman, or does he win it off of Austin Theory? More than likely, he will probably win it off of Austin Theory. Is the way you're probably going to want to do it. Because there's the cash-in element. There's also, you know, what are they going to do for him as far as uh, SummerSlam? SummerSlam. I keep saying SummerSlam. It's not SummerSlam. It's Survivor Series. What are they going to do for him on at, at Survivor Series? Because before it's usually champion versus champion. You know, what are they going to do for that? How are they going to start all this? You know, is this where you start getting um, the riff? Is this where the the uh, uh, the bandage finally comes off for um, Sami Zayn with the bloodline? You know, there's so many different storylines, and they have to figure this stuff out soon because I because from what I believe they've said, there's only going to be like two paper there's only going to be two premium live events between um because they're supposed to be the elimination chamber how are they going to do that you know does this belong you know how are they going to do all this because you have to introduce the rock are they going to do that at a premium live event are they going to do it on raw or smackdown more than likely on smackdown how are they going to do all this stuff 
and how are they just, you know, and how, and it has to be believable. And I think that's the most important thing. My apologies. I just think um, that's where you have to look and you have to kind of be like, okay, where are we going from here? Because more than likely, some uh, Survivor Series is 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 the is where the tide kind of turns, and a lot of these storylines that are that will be finally um, uh, wrapped up into tiny little bows will happen. Will start at. Survivor Series and end at WrestleMania, you know, and I think that's what's the most important thing, because as you keep as everything from what you're hearing is that either Seth wins it in a in a ladder match where they both win a title where they both pull on the title and they both fall down and that's how it happens, or B uh Austin Theory cashes in he he only wins the one title and then Rollins comes in at the next pay-per-view and that's how you do it but because there's supposed to be a elimination chamber that could also be the way that they do it that they just they um they put the elimination chamber in there, you know, but who knows, you know, who knows how they're going to do it? Because I think that's the, that's the, the wrinkle. That's the real wrinkle because honestly, you have to have Austin Theory cash in before elimination chamber. That's the way that's the, that's the best way because if he still has it at, at, um, elimination chamber that's more than likely where he will do it you know he'll pull off an edge but who knows um let's get into some other things uh i'm still not a fan of dominic i think that this is really i'm just not a fan of of the judgment day um I don't like the way that they're doing a lot of these things. I'm not really a fan of the fact that Rhea Ripley really hasn't um, gotten her comeuppance on things. Uh, but again, because of the fact that the Royal Rumble is happening soon, you're going to get a lot of these things that kind of um, start to materialize. You know, more than likely, uh, uh, Ray will raise at SmackDown. Now, if you didn't watch SmackDown on Friday, he was originally going to quit, say that he couldn't do it anymore. Triple H kind of convinced him. And now he is on SmackDown, which I think is great. I think that that's the best way of doing things. Get him away from all that stuff. Let him be him. You know, have him announce that he's going to be part of the Royal Rumble. And then he has to finally, and then 
he has to, and then he has to finally face Dominic. But again, I'm not really a fan of the whole thing. Uh, Finn Balor isn't very good. I'm not a fan of him as being the leader. I think that he's more of a, um, he's more uh, a second banana than anything. If that makes any sense, uh, Damian Priest is probably the one person that makes him look stronger than he was before. He looks he looks and and acts amazing in the in the ring. I really like the way he's been working. Dominic still just looks like a really angry lost puppy, and and it's nothing against him. I just don't think that they. I don't think that they. Um, um, what's the word? I don't think they, I don't think they let it, uh, I don't think they let it marinate enough, in my opinion. And what I mean by that is that they, they should have allowed, um, what they should have done is, is have the three of them. Uh, Ray, Edge, and Dominic tag team against them against the Judgment Day with someone else and have them essentially kind of like, you know, a, you know, Dominic kind of just, you know, he tags himself in at the last minute and is able to beat them and basically showing like, hey, I'm I'm just as good. You know, stop babying me. Stop put take stop pushing me to the back. I'm good enough. I can beat these guys. And then at the final part, I have him be like, okay, well, if I if you're not gonna let me beat them, I'm just gonna beat you instead. And it just doesn't make, to me, it just, it it just doesn't sit well, in my opinion. Um, So there's that. Uh, I think that, I think uh, Doc Allos and, um, and and, uh, his partner, the Good Brothers, I think, and Carl Anderson, my apologies, Carl Anderson and Doc Allos. That's really cool. I'm really happy that they're back. I really, they look, they still look great, you know. And it's not like they've been sitting around doing nothing. They were, they just got done finishing with, uh, uh, with impact, you know. And I just think that that's really kind of like the best part of what's going on is that it, it's not like they're sitting around doing nothing. They've been wrestling, they're still wrestling, and they still look good. I'm really excited about that. Um, Again, uh, I know I said this uh, a week or two ago. I'm still... It's, to me, I'm just not, I'm still waiting for Bailey to to turn it up some she still looks um she still looks like she has ring rust on 
Like she hasn't wrestled in over a year and she still looks very much like she's not doing that great of a job, you know, like she's still not completely um, ready to wrestle. She really doesn't, you know, a lot of rest move, a lot of rest holds, a lot of those things. And again, I know I've said this before and I'll say it again. She talks way too fucking much. And I know she's a heel. But shut the fuck up and just wrestle. Like, there's no need. There's no need for you to be yelling at the fans. Just fucking wrestle. You're a heel. Do your talking in the ring, not to the fans. It makes no sense to me. You know? Um, there's a report. Uh, I don't remember who it's from. I know I'm, I, I know I've said this before, but I'm trying really hard to get um, uh, to where I'm, I'm remembering who who I'm reading this from. But there's a report that Sasha Banks is is um, basically it's Sasha and Naomi are both ready to sign. It's just a matter of two things: one, where they where they um, how they are able to come in. And immediately have a, a good program sent, you know, have a program ready, and they and they're able to do what they want to do. And that's more Sasha than Naomi, I think. But the second thing is, is that Sasha Banks wants her wants her name back. She wants the she wants the trademark for Sasha Banks. She doesn't want to go by her real name, Mercedes. And I completely understand that. But you're talking like she wants that because she knows that's the best way to market herself is through her wrestling name, not through her real name. Because when she got, when she got nominated for I don't remember there was an award that she got nominated for people were like who they couldn't remember who she was and then they showed a picture of her and all of a sudden it was like oh Sasha Banks was nominated it's like yeah that's kind of the problem you know and you know that's something that you know I mean not too many people get their name back not too many people get to keep their name you know, The Rock kept it, Cena kept it, but they were able to, you know, they still pay. They still pay, you know, every time, you know, like there's still a little bit of money that comes in every time that they make a movie or every time they make a show or every time, you know, that's all stuff that they still have to pay every every time and that's something that she's gonna have to do but i just think that she just wants she wants a free and clear and and to me i don't think that's gonna happen because she's she's walked out and taken her ball home 
too many times. Like if she walks again, she can immediately just go to AEW or Impact and basically still walk walk in there and still be Sasha Banks. Like I don't think that that's something that they're going to do. But, you know, stranger things have happened, but I don't think that Triple H is going to let that happen. Uh, I, I'm still kind of, uh, you haven't really seen Kevin Owens. I'm really looking forward to seeing him. Uh, here's the other thing. And I know I talked about this last week. I think I talked about this last week and that was about almost, almost. And I, 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 I fucking say something. And now all of a sudden they're going to challenge, he's going to come to SmackDown and challenge um, uh, Braun Strowman. And it's like, come on. Like, really? You know? And, and, and to me, I, I, I look at it and I'm just like, that is two big uglies that are going to wrestle. You know, you have to hope and pray that Braun can actually um, carry that guy because almost is not a wrestler. You know, like his move set is chop, chop, choke slam, walk on him, walk on him again, scream, and then power bomb him. And that's it. You're not going to be able to get away with that stuff against Braun Strowman. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff is not what you're going to be able to do. So again, that's just my opinion. Um, A lot of people are kind of upset that uh, Bray Wyatt's only going to be on uh, SmackDown. I think that's really kind of cool that he's only going to be on SmackDown. Um, It's... I don't know if him just talking normally, you know, last week's promo where he basically said that, you know, that that the fans saved him and that he lost two people and he just didn't think people were going to recognize, were going to remember him and stuff. And he was in a dark place and all that good stuff. And it was powerful. And, and at first, like, everyone keeps thinking, like, oh, it's just going to be him and him fighting his demons. I, I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens because I think that this is something that when it finally does manifest and when we finally get what's, what's going to happen... That's going to be the interesting part is whether or not we get this or that or what are we going to get, you know? And I just think, I, I, you know, honestly, I to me, I just say, let's just sit on it. Let's see what's going to happen and enjoy. Because he's he is a... You know, everything that's going to happen, he's he's thought of for probably almost a year. And he has everything that he wants and he's ready and he's going to, 
you know, there's a he, there's a map that he only knows about, and he's gonna take us through it, and we're just gonna have to sit back and wait, and it's gonna be really interesting. Uh, that's my time for tonight. Uh, I'll be back next Thursday. We'll talk a little bit more. Uh, I know that they're still trying to sell. Uh, they're gonna try. They're selling um, Crown Jewel. Uh, there's only two matches right now, and I'm right now, actually I think there's three matches now. So I'm a little, you know, one out of three I'm interested in. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not even, and it's not even the Universal Championship match. So there's that. As I said, that's my time for tonight. Next Thursday, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on. And we will try and see what the next step is for Bray Wyatt. I will talk to you all next week. Bye.